Welcome to Becoming Your Best Version, a podcast in which I get to interview amazing women about how they make our world a better place and tips that they have for becoming your best version. I'm the host, Maria Leonard Olson. I'm an author, podcaster, radio show host, TEDx speaker, and attorney. And I am intensely curious about the world and people. And I feel really lucky to have this time with you and to share about people that I've met. So today we have Ulrika Sullivan. She's a former scientist turned author, intuitive spiritual life coach, yoga teacher, and energy healer. She's passionate about helping busy women to connect with their intuition, energy, and true selves to find inner calm, self-love, and life balance so they can live from the heart with more ease and flow. Ulrika is the author of the book, Wisdom Beyond What You Know, How to Shift from Being Driven by the Mind to Living from the Heart and Intuition. She's the creator of the podcast, New Light Living, See Your Life in a New Light, and founder of the Beyond the Mind membership community. Check out her website, Ulrika, U-L-R-I-K-A, Sullivan.com for more information. All of this is in the show notes, so you don't need to write it down. But this is an amazing woman, and I'm so pleased to introduce her to you. Welcome. Thank you, Maria. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you and everyone else today. Well, I was really excited that I got to be on your podcast at one time, and I love the light that you bring to the world. How did you get started in in helping women become more balanced in all areas of their lives? What, What sparked this interest and this devotion to a life path that has really helped so many people? Yes, it really was sparked through my own journey uh, because I once was one of those that was completely disconnected from myself. I was stressed out, had no life balance, and uh, I, I really didn't know honestly who I was. So yes, it's through my own journey uh, that I became really passionate about sharing my gifts and talents that I discovered along the way. Uh, and now that's what I do full time. I, I spent about 20 plus years in corporate world, but a few years ago, I made a complete shift. And you're originally from Sweden, is that right? That's correct. Yes. And your home is now in the United States? Yes, I live uh, in the greater Boston, Massachusetts area. And uh, this year, Actually, last year, I think it was 20, 20 years I've been in the United States, but I still have family in, in Sweden, so we go and visit as often as we can. Wonderful. So your private coaching, which is a holistic, intuitive coaching, is that done online or in person or a combination? It's done completely online, and okay. uh, especially these days, we, we're we're, uh, you know, connecting all over the world and the globe, but yes, it's, it's all virtual and uh, both coaching and energy healing I can do virtually. So that's, uh, it's a great, 
match wonderful. there. Wonderful. Now you, you call your coaching though is different than a life coach. It's intuitive, spiritual life coaching. So what does that mean? So what I help others with is really to tune into their own. So I teach others how to tap into their own intuition uh, and, and how to uh, go through their life with that expanded perspective, if you will. I also help others get in touch with their body and through energy healing, uh, yoga, um, all kinds of ways that merge, if you will, our mind, body, and spirit. So uh, life traditional coaching, if you will, is, is a mind-based uh, domain, if you will, mm -hmm. it's, uh, but I have chosen to combine multiple, multiple modalities here to, to kind of embrace the entire uh, being, which is, you know, one of energy uh, and emotion and mental and physical uh, properties. So it's, yeah, I love, I love the holistic view um, mm -hmm. of things. Yes, I agree. I agree. And I believe as you do that we all have this intuition, but I also believe that many of us, myself included, have lost the ability to tap into it because the, the modern world, at least the society in which I live, seems to discard the, the true meaning and gift that intuition can be and wants you to rely more on intellect rather than intuition. At least that's the message I've received. So how does one return to the gift of intuition and learn how to cultivate that? What is a, uh, I know that's probably a very long and involved answer, but can you give the listeners some one way maybe that someone could learn how to listen to their own intuition? Yes. And <clears throat> what I found is that often it starts with somebody being willing to ask themselves questions on how they got to where they are. Because mm -hmm. when we're starting to ask, and, and it's curiosity involved in that, right? So that's, that's often how we um, get in touch with, you know, those questions that we need to ask ourselves. But the intuition part is really when we learn how to listen to the answers of those questions, mm -hmm. and, uh, as opposed to, um, leaning on, let's say what we were taught by others that were asked that where people say, this is the way you have to go about to be successful, for example, uh, which is often what we learn from society or, or close family or relatives and, and see others, how they have gone about it. But the needle really moves when we start to ask ourselves those questions and listen to the answer. And that's sometimes where we need a little, you know, partnership or guidance around how to really tune into that, because it's not as easy as, as just asking a question and, and, you know, come up with an answer. No, <laughs> it, right. it is really um, a commitment to slow down, first of all, because all, many of us have a very busy life. We, we are, multitasking, we're uh, I'll go, go, go on our way, right? But so it's part of all of this is also a shift in terms of our pace on how we prioritize 
our own time in our life. And that I have found is the one of the biggest hurdles one has to overcome before we start to connect with, with the universe and our own intuition and our, our heart energy, basically, instead in favor of, of what the mind uh, is, is telling us to do or come up with. Right, right. And I, I'm a big fan of the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, a Toltec shaman. And he talks a bit about this in there, how, how the world teaches us judgment, and that when we are children, we are most in touch with our intuition. And I think that your work really helps to bring us back to that, that very powerful voice within that goes untapped for many of us. And aside from one-on-one -on -one coaching, you also have something called the Beyond the Mind membership community. Can you tell the listeners about that? Yes. So you mentioned earlier, I, I wrote the book, Wisdom Beyond What You Know, and the membership I created as an extension to my book, because there is within the membership an opportunity to apply, to practice, and to integrate over time this shift between being you know, driven by the mind and, and our modern lifestyle to tapping into our intuition and heart. And that is something that needs time too. So it's, I, I didn't want to leave people hanging basically after mm. reading my book, because there were many that said, what, what else? Like we want more. Right. <laughs> so, so I created the membership as a, as a safe space, a, um, you know, a, an environment, a community of like-minded that uh, not only can apply and integrate together, but it's also a deeply personal journey because it's also a self-paced um, way of doing it as well so it's this beautiful combination between your individual unique journey and but together that's beautiful and you also have a free seven-step guide to protect your energy offered on your website can you share with us one of those ways to protect your energy Yes, I, I offer a, a very short um, seven-step practice, basically, that anyone can do because it also serves as a little bit of a wake-up call, I feel, that we have energy and we come into a room or into our life with energy. And it, part of this uh, education in terms of interacting with the universe and our own intuition is to be aware of energy and our own energy so and how we give it away mm -hmm. <laughs> as well mm -hmm. and this little seven step guide is a very hands-on uh, practice uh, that is um, basically a seven um, movements like for example how you can just allow your energy to be like if you have been in a in a stressful conversation or in a large group of people and you feel drained, that's a sign that you have given your energy away. So to rebalance your own energy, you simply can bring your hands up over your crown and down three mm. times to help yourself balance your energy. And there are very short and simple exercises you can do like that to, to kind of come back to center. And it's, 
it's something that I teach others during my coaching as well, how to be energetically um, sovereign, if you will. Beautiful. Do you offer some of that on your YouTube channel as well? I do. I um, podcasts that I record with guests and, and okay. solo episodes are also on on YouTube as well. So uh, it's important for people who have different preferences, listening, viewing, experiencing, right? right? So uh, it's all there. I love that. Let's talk more about your book. What prompted you to write the book and has where has the book's journey led you? I feel like that was sort of a compilation of what you believe and know and your skills. And then you created the community to keep it going. But what started you to, or what prompted you to write the book in the first place? You know, Maria, it's, it's one of those occasions where you feel it's time Mm-hmm. something and and uh, it, basically I got the book what I call downloaded uh, from you know my soul or in the universe mm. like th- there was a little tapping on my shoulder hey Eureka you um, need to put this in a book and you need to uh, share uh, share that with others and you know I don't know if you've been you know getting into a synchronicity like that because sometimes it just happens Yes, but I've always um, known, and I have a preference for writing. Uh, mm-hmm. Over, you know, some people become public speakers, or some people, you know, I have a preference for writing, and and I think that was just a medium for me to to start sharing wider with larger groups uh, at this time. But the inspiration was. Um, I, honestly, it, it was just time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't have a better explanation than that. And to me, that's a sign that everyone can, can as well. Like when something comes to you like that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. follow it. Answer the yes. call as I, as I write in the book as well and, and talk about these synchronicities that we have surrounded uh, around us all the time. We, we, we can learn how to tap into that and life becomes all of a sudden pretty easy when we start to learn and uh, to notice. Oh my that's gosh. what happened with the book. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Yes, indeed. And uh, the reviews of your book talk about how you bring together all aspects of healing. And I think for, for some people, well, I'll speak for myself. I didn't know what energy healing was until about maybe five years ago. So if someone asks you, a former scientist, no less, what (laughs) you do energy healing? What exactly does that mean? And how do you respond to skeptics since you came from the scientific world? And some people view energy healing as new agey in sort of a derogatory way. I don't, but I know people who do. So how do you respond to that? I truly believe that we, if we choose to, we can tap into um, things that are unseen. Mm-hmm. And often, uh, you know, as taught within science, very uh, much taught to, you know, 
irrefutable evidence. It needs to be, you know, published in a report and, and you know, tried three times and, and simplified like that, but simplified in terms of what, what science is, um, you know, as a framework to, that we've been leaning on for a lot of, a lot of years. Now, what I am discovered and many with me is that there is an additional perspective that we can tap into and that is the unseen mm -hmm. and, and that is connected more to more so to our heart energy and our intuition than what the mind can translate so to say uh, so when somebody asks me like Ulrika what do you <laughs> what do you do as an energy healer if I talk about that part of what I do we know from a science perspective that we are energy, right? And in our smallest atom or component, we are energy. And basically we are also in harmony with, with our environment that way, because nature is also at its smallest component energy, right? So, but often when we are struggling, we're working against that natural flow of energy, either around us or within us. So what I do as an energy healer is to help balance. Let's say you have a lot of, um, uh, for example, back pain, or you have neck pain, or and that's often the body's way of signaling, hey, you have an energy block somewhere. Mm. Uh, if, I, if I speak energy language, physical symptoms are often energy blocks in our, and that has been talked about ancient times, um, you know, uh, especially in, in, in Chinese medicine, mm -hmm. I would say that there are energy blocks that we can uh, identify. And what I do as an energy healer is basically to tap into your major energy centers in the body to help align that energy. And right. even emotional uh, blocks, emotional like trauma, sits in the body at some some place some place so, so is your work akin to reiki or is reiki just one form of energy healing so um i my philosophy is that energy is energy mm -hmm. no matter what we what we call it the names we call energy co often comes from you know the tradition where it's taught right Right. And um, so, yes, I mean, I'm Reiki trained, but that doesn't mean that somebody else in, with another energy modality is not tapping into the same thing. In my belief, that's, that's what happens. We just call it different things, right? Um, and we all utilize our own gifts in terms of how we work with energy. Like I tune into energy through... Um, basically directing my mind towards uh, a body part, for example, to release energy that's stuck. Mm -hmm. But each, each practitioner, I believe with time, utilize their own talents and gifts and, and mix how they work with energy. And that's a very personal thing. Yes, I agree with again, you. There is no rule book, right? On how, mm -hmm. like in science, we can say, Okay, for something to be valid, you have to do it this way. Mm -hmm. And we have to box it in this way to prove that it's this way, right? While 
when we work with energy, we can't really, you know, it's unseen, we can't really say, okay, this rule book needs to be followed. <laughs> right. It, it comes from the heart. It comes from our collaboration with the universe, which is unlimited. Mm-hmm. That's so, but that's just my, that's my perspective on all of this. And, and um, yeah. Well, I share your perspective. So thank you for, for saying that. I would, I love to ask all of my guests this question because it is almost every time answered in a different way. And that is, what do you do to become your best version? I, what I do to become my best version is to have a practice, a spiritual practice that I am um, doing every day. Okay. And, and it, it's a way to, to, yeah, it's a way for me to stay in my flow. And I know now how important that is. What type of spiritual practice? So for me, I um, meditate. Mm-hmm. I do some form of the body movement every day, whether it's yoga or uh, energy exercises, breath work um, that has to do with, you know, releasing the energy in the body. Mm-hmm. I work with um, uh, divination tools such as tarot, oracle cards, mm-hmm. because that is also how I um, communicate with my spirit guides, how they show me messages. Like I, every person can work up a system, how they communicate with their spiritual team or the universe at large. Sure. But that's, that's what I do. Um, I journal a lot. I follow uh, astrology. So it's a, it's a multifaceted practice that yes. I uh, use. It's like many go to the gym to, maintain their physique right right but this is like the internal gym yes <laughs> yes mm-hmm. so uh which which i find is is uh something that you know is is essential for my well-being mm-hmm. agree so, i agree will you ever go back to the science world from which you came so you know that's a good question maria i i if i were i would love to combine the two mm-hmm. because uh, again the 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 view i have now is that nothing is really excluding anything else it's more the the build of a of a larger perspective then so i don't see it as over there and here it's more like how how does it all fit together and work together and that's what I'm really appreciating my background well I want to read that book too please write that one that would be fascinating we need more of that in our world we need I think for more people to embrace the concepts of energy and spirituality in a non-traditional way I think there's a great ease in expanding our conceptions of such matters. And, and you are uniquely situated to be able to bring that to the world. So I applaud what you're doing. I'm so happy that uh, our paths have crossed. And I will wait with anticipation for your next book. 
Oh, thank you, Maria. Yes, it's, it's on its way. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be on Becoming Your Best Version and join us again here next week for another inspiring discussion. Thank you. Thank you, Maria.